Is it your dream to become a professional wrestling superstar, manager, or referee? Well, you can make that dream a reality by training with Midwest All Pro Wrestling. Learn from former WWE superstar and NXT coach Eugene Nick Dinsmore. Classes are training right now, so go to MidwestAllPro.com and click on training to enroll today. your boy, DJ Barbecue, <laughs> on a special Halloween edition of Uncut Live, we take you back to the BTC Uncut Days, when I interviewed the Spiritual, mean Gene Andreland. We interview Mr. Andreland and see where he's been in this Halloween edition of the Kodai Radio Network. <laughs> Hello, BTC. It's your boy, DJ Barbecue, with an extremely special guest today. He does reports. He gives you information. He's none other than Andrew Velez. Andrew Velez, thank you for coming in and calling in. How are you doing today? Uh, so, are we doing this right? Okay, don't touch my quesadilla, okay? Because it's, it's been cold last time. And, oh, are we on? Yes, yes, oh, yes, uh, yes, yes, uh, yes. BTC fans, me and Gene Adrian here. I'm live in the BTC control center, and uh, I kind of live here, if you don't know. But, uh, but yeah, hello, how are you? <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, for the viewers and listeners, this is the Andrew Velez. Andrew... Man, thank you for being on once again. Um, let's start off by uh, letting the people that didn't that don't know you uh, know yeah. a little bit about yourself. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, well, let's see. I am a wrestling fan, of course. Uh, I live in Orlando, Florida, uh, Old Town. Um, I've been a wrestling fan for, God, I would say like since 98, 99-ish. Um, and... I just love talking about wrestling. I love making jokes, making voices. I uh, love quesadillas. You can't tell. And, uh, oh, yeah, I got some white, uh, what is this called? White Claw. I don't know. Looks like a beverage or something. Just remember, this, this show is sponsored by White Claw because, remember, there ain't no laws like drinking the claws. Mm. Uh, first question that I have, just to kind of know a little bit more than what I've already known about you being in the group. 
where did this all come about and where did you get your start doing these impressions and 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 doing this amazing writing um it's it's a it just it comes with uh to me, uh, ever since I was young, I had a lot of uh, influences. I am a big fan of Chris Farley, um, um, Andy Kaufman, and Jim Carrey is one of my all-time favorites. And it's just when you're when you tend to be like walking down the street from school by yourself, you tend to do just do weird voices and. Um, and it's just something that comes to me. It, it just happens. And sometimes people think it's weird. People love it, you know, but whatever. Um, and my writing style. And the funny thing is, too, is when I joined, you know, Behind the Curtain, which is, like, the best wrestling group I've ever joined, because you have some that are, like, you know, we're going to talk about wrestling, but uh, if it's not the one that I like, then we're not going to talk about the wrestling. Right. Okay? So, right. and with PTC, I feel like, there's freedoms to have your own opinions. And yeah, you're going to have people that don't agree, but they, they, they uh, respect your opinion. Right. See, when I so... uh, when I joined in in May, or late April, early May, um, and, and this is the reason why I'm going to say this, because i got a question that, that's added to this. Yeah. Um, I saw a, a meme, uh, I think that's the, how they say it. I, I'm a little old, so the youngins kind of say memes, but, but I got led to... Uh, behind the curtain by btcwrestling.com and that's how I ended up finding okay. it which is on it leads to a Facebook right. page how did you get involved and how did you find out about BTC um it's 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 really a I can't really remember honestly because honestly I just remember one day I'm a, I'm a part of different like wrestling forums on Facebook and sometimes I do jokes in the comments and people like them and there's one joke I made where when this man announced the XFL, and I said, you know, like, oh yeah, I can't wait for the for the opening announcement. Is uh, all right, pal. The first draft pick for the XFL is going to be the big dog Roman Reigns, <laughs> and he'll just win all the matches, all the games by himself. And so I did that joke. People loved it. The next few days, you know, people were like, oh, you know, great job. Then I got a friend request. And that was from Fence, and I'm like, oh, okay, what's what's this? Look at his profile, really cool guy. Like, okay, you know, I like making new friends. I uh, accepted his uh, friend request. That's when he invited me to uh, Behind the Curtain. I joined, and as of right now, I live in the BTC uh, Control Center. Uh, I don't have a bed. I sleep standing up, so uh, yeah. Right. Uh what are some of the characters that you do? Because I know that you do a variety of characters, and that also involves uh, what you do uh, outside of BTC. Why don't you tell the viewers and listeners a little bit about yourself on that? Yeah, so pretty much um, I do stand-up comedy. I go up to do open mic nights. I do lots of uh, different voices. Uh, people say people love my Vince McMahon uh, impression for some reason. Uh, people love my Becky Lynch impression. Because honestly, current current Becky Lynch is just someone that just goes, oh, let me tell you, you you don't like, I don't like you, because I'm the man, and I don't like you, and it's just I do different voices. Like right now, I can't really think of anyone. But this man, I do Becky Lynch. I do Drew McIntyre, because honestly, all he just says is, "Well, I don't give a damn." 
Um, and it's just like I don't know. I just do different voices. Like when I when I hear someone talk, I can kind of mimic their voice somehow. Right. Right. So. So do you just uh, get your inspiration on all these voices from like the the, the comedians that you touch? I, I would think that you probably uh, had Andy Kaufman influence you quite a bit, and also Jim Carrey. You said uh, I would. Yeah. I would think out of those three um, that you said, I, I would think those two were the ones that influenced you more. Um, what are some of the movies that you like about them that kind of kind of give you that inspiration to do what you do in BTZ? What I liked about Andy Kaufman is Andy Kaufman, like, what people really, like, they know is that Andy Kaufman actually had, was a big wrestling fan. Um, he was someone that watched wrestling. The thing is that he was, you know, not too big, not too built, you know, and he knows that he, he would get hurt. So what I liked about Andy Kaufman was someone that I really admired because Andy Kaufman was this guy that, he was a really big wrestling fan. And with Andy Kaufman, he knew that like, he can't really get into wrestling because, you know, like now he could because now they're, the sizes of wrestlers are really, like, big, small, large, medium. There's not a certain, like, size. But back then it was more like big, buff, or doughy dad bod wrestlers. Right. I mean, Jerry Jerry Lawler had a, had a, had a huge dad bod, and people loved him for that, so I guess that's okay. But with Andy Kaufman, he knew that he can't really wrestle. So the way that he would go around it is he'll do um, the heel tactics, but he'll do it in a way where people just want to see him get killed. And that's what I like about Andy Kaufman, because he does really off the wall. And people don't get it, but the people that actually understand the dynamics of comedy and why he's doing what he's doing get it. I, and that's pretty much what I do. I kind of, you know, just thinking about that, kind of compare as much heat as Andy got in Memphis wrestling to what I've read just today about MJF, where he <laughs> tweeted that he's still getting death threats. And I, I, I can't understand that. Um, I mean, today I can't understand it because everybody knows. Like, if you're, if you're hiding under a rock, you wouldn't know that uh, – you know, what's going on in professional wrestling now, you know, you don't, you wouldn't right. know what's behind the scenes or quote unquote behind the curtain, pun intended. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm still looking for that damn curtain fence. Right. What the hell is it? <laughs> There's no curtain. But I, I just, I, you know, I, I can't, I, I can't, uh, can't not think about the, the heat that Andy got and, and MJF it's, it's, it's pretty similar. Um, you know, MJF, like I've, I've seen some of his work. I've seen um, the one thing I love about the time of wrestling that we're in now is we're finally getting like kind of like the beginning of something big. Because when AEW first got announced, I was like, uh, I don't know. Because it's been such a long time. Because we all remember the Monday Night Wars, but it was WCW Nitro and Raw's War, taking back and forth, which was a great time because it's like, you felt like you were, you know, fighting the war with them. Now it's like I felt like now we're finally going to get that back. At MJF, I've seen his work during the Battle Royal for the first, was it like Double or Nothing, I think it was? Right. His work is, if any coffin was a wrestler, that would be him. See, I've seen that. that that's been brought up uh, quite a bit, is that Battle Royal of how active and interactive that he was with the other wrestlers. 
Yeah, and, and the thing is that, that I love about MJF is, like, we're in a time where when when you're a heel, you go for the cheap heat. You go for, like, like, like let's say you're from, like, you're you're in New York, and you go, hey, you know, uh, the Knicks suck, huh? And then people boo, because it's like, hey, that's our team, boo. Right. But MJF's like, he'll go balls in in, like, a way where it's like, I remember I, I read a story where he met a fan in a wheelchair. And he said to the to the fan in the wheelchair, you know what, man? You know, thank you for meeting me, but you know there's one thing that, that I can do that you can't? And he stood up from his chair. And I'm like, that is what we're missing now. We're missing a bad guy that says the things that you're like, did he just say that? And that's right. what I like about MJF. I feel like he's going to be a really big player. Well, like, you, anywhere you mentioned else. that with the chair standing up and he got so much heat on Twitter and just social media <coughs> that he was yeah. getting like death threats because of that once again. And the guy that actually <coughs> uh, was in the wheelchair, he didn't care. He thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it's it's just that some you you have some wrestling fans that have been through the attitude era. I know people say the attitude era is the best era. It's the it's the rock and Stone Cold and and, and mankind. I'm actually currently rewatching like the Attitude Era Raws. They were not that good. No. I I think you have five matches the whole night, and either four of them end in DQs or count on finishes. And you only have one match that ends like an actual pinfall. Right. So it's they like didn't people start getting good until after the fact that they, yeah they were trying to fight back from the ratings lows that they were right. getting because WCW kicked them for 83 weeks and then that's when they started actually yeah. putting an effort into it and like i mentioned the after era because the thing is like yeah if you look at just the matches in general they suck but with the after era you had like like interesting storylines you had interesting characters and they said things that if they would have said now they would be like what the hell you can't say that and that's why i feel like um mjf is someone that should be really regarded as someone that wants to bring back, like that heel character, to where I'm gonna say what I want to say, and it'll piss you off. But you know what? You pay to see me get my ass kicked. Right. Jr. did say that he uh, reminds him of a young Paul Heyman. <clears throat> yeah, and that's the thing too. Paul Heyman has been like, I know he's writing Raw right now. I, I think right, or he's producing it, or a director. Yeah. Like, Raw has gotten really better lately. And I really feel like Paul Heyman knows that we can't keep living under a bubble where we have to be PC, we have to have everything, you know, in a certain um, order. He knows we have to shake things up because people are getting bored. And that's what I like what he's doing now. And I like that he's pushing people that should be pushed, like Cedric Alexander. That, that man, during the Cruiserweight Classic, I became a huge fan of him. Now seeing him, he's getting that slow push now. I'm like, finally, you know, it's like people are not getting pushes because not because of their size or because of their mic skills, but because of their talent. That's what I like about that. Well, and then you have, from my my point of view, you've had the same <coughs> um, blueprint, if I can say it that way, of what Vince does for the last what. 25 almost 30 some years of the show and it's 
finally running its course where you have to evolve and change into the other platform. I mean, look, um, I want to get your opinion on this too. You have independent wrestling that's at an all-time high. That structure, that yeah. that uh, that blueprint of independent wrestling entertainment is far more popular now than anything that they've done in the last 20 years. What do you think about that? I like the fact that we're finally getting like more um, alternatives for wrestling. Because if you would remember back during like the Monday Night Wars, you had WCW and you had Raw, but you had ECW as well. You had uh, Lucha Libre down in Mexico. Um, if people haven't seen Lucha Libre, I highly suggest watching the show because their storytelling's great. You have the language barrier, but their wrestling alone tells a really good story. Right. I really like the fact that we have more. Um, alternatives because you know, look, you know, you have Coke, you have Pepsi, but then you have RC Cola, you have Sam's Choice, you have I don't know, like I don't know what else is there, but you have different choices for what you can like. And yeah, fine. So people may say, oh, you know, independent wrestling is underneath them or something like that. But the thing is that if you look at today's stars, AJ Styles, um, freaking Ricochet, people that started in independent wrestling before getting signed to a big company, they're signing people like that now. And I like the fact that now we're having new stars, new um, characters from independent wrestling, because back then it was like they would send them to, o to OVW and go, hey, give them like, I don't know, freaking um, Luther Reigns, uh, for example. Um, freaking had a gimmick of being a homicide detective in OVW. His name was Homicide. So... You had that, and then people were like, yeah, that looks great. But then you have other gimmicks in independent wrestling that are way better than that, but they're in this bubble going, no, 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 this is the one that we need. You know, screw that. I need this. So, I, I, uh, I also think that independent wrestling also didn't over-push their, their talent, didn't <clears throat> over-force, because every year they would have on their, their weekly shows, they would have at least some of them sometimes take the, that week off um, and they wouldn't be on their TV tapings and then they'd bring them back. Yeah. So that kind of gave them that unique feel like it used to be back in the day because, you know, no one can deny this, that the, the easy reach to get your wrestling now is just unbelievable. I mean, oh, you yeah. would have asked me 30 years ago, oh yeah, you're going to be able to stream it wherever you want, whenever you want. Um, I would have called them a fool. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And and the one thing that's good about independent wrestling is that the one thing that I do not like is you have people that have that are signed with the WWE. Luke Harper is my favorite big man that I have ever seen. If you've seen his matches in Shakara, you see some his matches like in different other independent companies, he is a, a, he is amazing. And to see that he's just sitting at home getting paid. Now, mind you, if I was getting sitting at home getting paid, hell, I would love it. The thing is that with Luke Harper, he's the type of guy that he needs to get showcased. And to see people that are signed with WWE that are just sitting at home being paid, it's sad because independent wrestling is so big right now. Like Jim Ross used to say, you know, let him let him go home and learn a new hold, and then bring him back and see see how he is. Right. That's evolution. 
that's pretty much building your character up to where, okay, I'm here, but now I can go here. And that's why I feel like them holding, like, Luke Harper, Primo and Epico, like, amazing in Puerto Rico, they're being held up. The Revival. The Revival. I love tag team wrestling. And what they're doing with them is horrible. But just imagine for the like the revival with like the Lucha Bros or the Young Bucks. Now Young Bucks I'm not really a big fan of, but their tag team methods I love. So I feel like with independent wrestling being big as how it is, I think WWE should release some of the stars and see how big that they'll get. And who knows, maybe we'll cover or go away, we'll come back. Maybe he'll finally get one like a title, who knows? Do you think that and I just thought of this as you were you were mentioning about these other tag teams, and I and I love tag team wrestling too. Do you think people kind of get clouded when they give the young bucks a hard time because of all the spots that they do? Because if I remember right, the greatest part of a, the tag team era was when you had Team 3D, you had Edge and Christian, and then you had the Hardy Boys. And I, I can't remember a match that they had for their TLC matches before even the TLC pay-per-view even came around. That was like their last pay-per-view that they had this this last uh, month at uh, All Out. That was spot heaven. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I see people yeah. giving them crap about you know them doing too many spots. Do you agree on that, or is, do you have another opinion? You know, with... The... With the Young Bucks, like, everyone who's everyone knows who the Young Bucks are. They're like, oh, they're this brother tag team. They're, like, the next best thing. They're going to be, like, the best tag team in the world. And you know what? Look, there's times where people overhype someone to the point where when you hear their names, you just want to, like, go, shut up. I don't want to hear that. But Young Bucks have the unfortunate matter that they're so good that they keep getting mentioned a lot that people are getting annoyed by them. I've seen some of their matches. Um, honestly, okay, but not my cup of tea. Um, I did see highlights from their matches that they had with the Lucha Bros um, the past uh, AEW pay-per-view. Were there a lot of spots? Yeah, but then again, in a match like that, you have to have spots, because if you do like a freaking arm bar or uh, ankle lock during a ladder match. It's like, what does that do for a ladder match, you know? Right. So uh, we talked a little bit of, about some of these wrestling shows, some of these tag teams and, and that. Let's go to another spectrum. Let's go back to the BTC thing. Um, I know a lot of people are just probably new to BTC, and we've had a lot of new um, members join. Why don't you give them a little bit of a uh, taste of what you actually do that everybody really asks you to do all the time, which is your reporting. And oh, now you man. have some influence on that reporting that you post. Why don't you give them a little insight on that? Well, before I start, I'm still waiting for my uh, for my uh, royalty checkpoints. I've done these a long time now. I feel like I should be getting paid for these. But it's okay. I'm cool. I'm cool. Yes. Um Vince, you Not need to pretty pay much. Coming, <laughs> coming. Damn, I mean, I'm, I'm here living in the BTC control center. I have no, no cheese in my quesadilla. I mean, what, what do you want me to do? There's no curtain here. Who's curtain at? 
Um, no, pretty much what I do is I go like before I do one, I go through the like through the uh, group and I see what's going on. And I think one thing people would would remember to have like a like a week or two ago was this freaking uh, this former member was like made a whole new wrestling group. It was like you know Vince is a poopoo head and uh, if you like yeah. Vince you're a poopoo head too. And I'm like what the hell is this crap? And then just seeing all the comments, it's like you know what I got it. So due to, due I actually, legal reasons we cannot uh, release that that name, but uh, go ahead and tell that story. Yeah, I mean, just a long story short. Um, oh, you can pretty make much... the long version. I- I'm totally fine with the long version. I don't, That's I, pretty I'm... damn funny. <laughs> I don't even know what really happened. The only thing I know is 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 a new group happening. Uh, there's gay porn happening too, I guess, or something like that. Or it, I don't even know. Yes, the triple X know... might have been a possibility. <laughs> I, honestly, I really don't know what happened. Like, if you could tell me, that'd be great because like, I'd be actually understanding for it. But. Um... I don't know. It's it's just I look through the group. I see what happens. I remember one time the best thing happened was I guess first added some kid to the group and the kid just put one sentence. It was like, so do you like the sex? And people were like, did he just say sax or sex? And the whole thing is, if you see sax, you know where that's from. Right. But it's like seeing things like that and just seeing how. I'll take some stuff like that, and then you go back to a Mean Gene WCW hotline plug. Because his plugs were just pretty much like, you know, Vans, uh, just got word that uh, a former world champion is no longer wrestling at WCW. And let me just say, this man would be this. Learn more. Call the hotline. And it's like, I find it funny because it's like he'll do these during WCW Nitro. I actually called a WCW hotline. I actually called it. You know what it was? It was this. <clears> oh, <throat> and you called a WCW hotline. You're probably wondering, which world champion is not wrestling anymore? Well, we don't know either. The uh, is this is on. Okay, ZWO so was uh messing with our feed, so we're just gonna. We're just gonna go. Uh, thank you for calling the WCW hotline. I got in trouble and grounded because I was on the phone for five minutes and I charged my my phone bill like ten bucks. Yeah, because each additional minute was nine ninety nine or, or something oh, on the one ninety nine. Exactly. And they would purposely stretch it to go, uh oh yeah, the uh WCW uh hotline uh, and they would stretch it because they know you want to hear what's the what's the big story, but they're never oh, telling. They knew that you were going to call, and they knew they could get an easy couple of uh, ten bucks out of you. Yeah, but you know what? Look, at least because I don't know if you if you even remember this, but WWE or WWF at the time had their own hotline as well. Yeah, that was way back. And... Like that was in the eighties, early nineties. <laughs> yeah, and I kid you not, they had. Um, I think it was right after, no, right before the OJ, the uh, OJ Simpson trial, they had they had a poll, and Vince McMahon goes on Raw, right before it ends, and goes, okay, folks, uh, tomorrow will be the big day. We have OJ Simpson will be found guilty or not guilty. 
What do you think? Call the WWF hotline and put in your answer. Do you think he's guilty or not guilty? And and that was the plug. And you know what? Mean Gene can do that all he wants about the WCW hotline, but at least he, he, he didn't go on WCW Nitro and go, okay, folks, uh, where will happen is happening around the world right now. Do you think this man is innocent or guilty? Oh, no. And it's just, that was during a time when Vince wanted to get uh, O.J. Simpson at, like, at, like, uh, at, like, uh, WrestleMania 2. And, God, that's, like, a whole different story for, like, another, for like, a, like, a, like another day. But. Right. But, yeah, that's what I usually do. I just see the group, see what's going on, and go, okay, I got this. And that's what I just type in what I want and all that. Very cool. So, other than the being the kind of the reporter of BTC, um, the Dan Rather of BTC, if 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 I can, or you know, we can call you the the Gene Okerlund as well too. Uh, what else do you do outside of the group, like in actual uh, real life? Because you know, a lot of people you know can be clouded on fiction and reality. Uh, what are some yeah, of the, I, I... the things that you do that you work or college, or do you have other hobbies? Uh, okay, well, first of all, I do have my whole head of hair. I don't have the mean gene cut. I have my whole head of hair, thank God. Um, no, nah, you know, sure I went to college. Yeah, well, mm-mm, mm-mm, you know, I got to put a cap on, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do have hair, believe me. Um, but yeah, you know, I went to college. I have a degree in uh, criminal investigations. Um, but turns out, in order to get a job within criminal investigations, you need experience. But how can you get experience if they don't even hire you? So, um, you know, I've been working with hospitality, and um, I'm a chef now, so I cook. Um, that's why when you don't see me posting in the group for a while, I'm doing overtime. But when I do have a chance to do it, I'll do it. Um, and other than that, I do have a podcast that I do. It's a, a horror movie podcast. It's called the Ghost Host Horror Podcast. And pretty much it's me and my best friend, Matt. And we review B-rated, um, little-known movies. You know, uh, this we're in season two right now. And we're doing our season two finale uh, next week. And pretty much what we do is we review 12 movies in a row. And we take each character from each movie. And we put them against each other in a mock uh, tournament, a uh, deathmatch series tournament. And we have the fans vote on who wins and who loses. And that's what we do. Uh, we do bonus episodes, too. We do true crime stuff. Um, we do um, riff tracks on movies, too. So, uh, you know, I'm pretty busy all like, all around. And uh, I love quesadillas. So there you go. Well, speaking of uh, of a crime, it would be a crime not to say who our really good sponsors are for this show for BTC Uncut Live. It is kback.rocks. Rock radio, the way rock should be. Also, Midwest All Pro Wrestling. Go to MidwestAllProWrestling.com and feel the excitement. They have Supermania 2 coming up, which is September 27th at the Sioux Falls Convention Center in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Shayna Baszler country. Nice plug. Get your tickets today. Now, you were talking about your your horror story podcast that you do. Now, do you... Like for the viewers and the listeners that that are going to be listening and watching this, do you have a script that you write up? Do you just report on uh, different horror movies that you've gone and seen in theaters, 
or what does it detail? Pretty much what we do is we um, we pick a movie that we want to see. So um, I'm going to use, for example, we watched The Fly for this uh, in our season two. So we watch the movie, we take down notes, and we pretty much go um, through the whole movie, and we make jokes about the movie. We make jokes, you know, like about how the character looks, why, and why would they do that. And pretty much at the end of the review, uh, we would rate it um, how many severed thumbs will we give it, one through five. And then we'll pick who we want to be selected to fight in the Deathmatch series. So pretty much it's more, you know, comedy. Um, we look at um, true crime stuff. We did a, a bonus episode of the Bjork Stalker, uh, Ricardo Lopez. Uh, we did a bonus episode about To Catch a Predator because I'm a Crooked Predator fan for some reason. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's, it's high school stuff. Anyway, but, you know, it's it's one. pretty... Yeah. Uh, so, but pretty much it's just um, just two dudes talking about horror and talking about movies in general and our love for movies. Okay, well, let's uh, let, let, let's let's do this. Let's ask you a question, kind of a trivia thing. Okay? All right. Take horror and let's put it into professional wrestling. What are the top five scariest matches in a sense of most ridiculous matches that were just that that ugly uh that we've ever seen <laughs> oh man okay okay i'm gonna start with the like the the like from my least worst to my the most worst match i've ever seen number five has to be um freaking wrestlemania one the first ever match for wrestlemania one uh Tito Santana versus, versus the Executioner, because before the match they did a promo, and yes, the Executioner was Buddy Rose, Playboy Buddy Rose, and his mask was just on the side, and like just like they rushed to put on the mask, so his face was like mushed in, and just the match was so bad, and just to think of how WrestleMania came from that to how like the Granddaddy of all is now, it's just interesting to me. Um, number four. I gotta say, like uh, Alicia Fox versus Melina. That's the go-to one right there. Like, I think any women's wrestling match before the quote-unquote women's revolution, you know, it, it didn't have any psychology, anything whatsoever. Um, number three, you know, I say number three because it's not how bad it is; it's just how cringy it is because of how much they went. Over the edge, and that has to be the Rock versus Mankind last um, I Quit match from the Royal Rumble. Because watching that as a kid, because that was like that was kind of like my first match watching when I first got into it, and watching how the Rock would slam the chair on Mankind's head, it was like you like what is going on? This is crazy. Um, number two, oh man, number two has to be. I don't know, like the current twenty four seven title changes. I don't know. For some reason, when you're outside the wrestling ring, you cannot kick out of a schoolboy at all. For some reason, when you're outside the wrestling ring, you can't kick out of a schoolboy. Right. At all. And number one, Al Snow versus Big Boss Man in a dog kennel from hell match. Folks, if you haven't seen this match, you need to watch it because it is the worst match I've ever seen. And if you want to see two dogs humping two during a match, watch that match. Because that happens during the match. 
and Jerry Lawler loses his shit. He goes, oh my god, ah! Hopping, hopping! So yeah, that's my five cringiest, uh, scary matches I've I, I've seen like in my life. So. Well, that I, I would have to say that that probably is at, at its best rating is about ten Slade fingers up. Um, oh, that, that, you 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 impressed me on that one. I, I was I was thinking that it might not be a, a question that would be suitably answered, but you've you uh you you hit a home run on that one. Um, speaking of a home That's run, what I do. Let's go to this point of with BTC. Now, you took a hyenas away from doing your An- Andrew Orkeland um, character. Mm-hmm. What would you think with the, the 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 new war and the new information that that we got today, also as well? So let's see what your character thinks about the Wednesday Night War, and then also just hearing. That Impact Wrestling parent company, Anthem Sports, just bought Access TV, which has <laughs> Ring of Honor, New Japan, Pro Wrestling, Women of Wrestling, and now Impact Wrestling is going to be on Access TV as well. God. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I got to get. Okay. I got. Okay, I'm gonna do my uh, I'm gonna do a hotline spiel because I know exactly what I'm gonna say about this. <clears throat> All right, attention, BTC fans. Me, Gene Andrewlin here in the BTC Control Center, folks. What a week we had a professional wrestling today. Not not to mention behind the curtain too. Vince, where the hell's the curtain? Anyway, so the Wednesday Night Wars. I would just say this, folks. You won't believe. Who Hunter signed for NXT? Could it be? To be one loose ass? Could it be a kid who likes the sex? Or could it be Finny Piss himself? Could BTC become NXT BTC? IDK. Then you have the unprecedented, unmentorable Impact Wrestling buying Access TV. Just to, just to make sure here, uh, DJ Barbecue is uh, Access TV used to be the TV Guide channel. Yes, yes, it, it actually used to be the TV Guide channel. Oh, I just wanna, I, I just want you guys to know, I'm here in the BTC Control Center, and uh, as long as I've been here, that's why it's my feeling choice of channels to the TV Guide channel. To know that the TV Guide channel went from scrolling through the channels to see what's on to wrestling. It's mind-boggling. Why is it mind-boggling? Well, you've got to call the brand-new BTC hotline to find out. Also, is it true that BTC is being bought out by Impact Wrestling? I hope so. Maybe I'll get paid for once. Who knows? Got to call now. BTC new, brand-new BTC hotline. This white claw's making me dizzy. Call now. <laughs> And, and, and we'll leave it at that to end the show. Uh, Andrew, it's been my pleasure. Thank you very much. Vince, pay the man. He's owed some money. Uh, for all the sponsors, kback.rocks, rock radio that it should be, btcwrestling.com, and Midwest All Pro Wrestling. Feel the excitement. Andrew, thank you once again. Everybody, have a good day. Good night. Good afternoon, evening, wherever you're at. Thank you.
Peace. Shooting star, got more than a couple of people going mad. I swear they're rooting hard. Tell them I'd be big in a game like she went and got them breast implants. I said I'm moving too fast, didn't even get a glance. I'm ready to eat up track like I'm seated in a restaurant. If you had swag like mine, you know it's best to flaunt. We are hating because you want shining. That was our episode for Halloween. I hope you had a great time. On Dakota iRadio Network, powered by KBAC.rocks. <laughs> Have a happy Halloween. Ha <laughs> ha!